Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 93, Code of Conduct. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and is getting ready for this wonderful work week. Um, so of course we got a lot of stuff to discuss and go over and talk our shit about. But before we do that, let's get into this Chris Brown concert that I went to last Sunday. So I went to the Indigo Tour the best night of my life it was so fun it was so good chris brown looked so good his moves his dance his ass off sung his ass off like it was the bomb and you can tell who his girlfriend fans are and which one's not none of them knew the songs to the to the cd like they didn't even know half of the lyrics half of the songs people were just there it was like they was partying to um the DJ more than they was partying into the goddamn um, show. So it was pretty good. But other than that, I can't complain. I love Chris Brown. I even did a throwback Thursday of him and Rihanna because I wish they were still together. Like on some real shit. Like they would still be our, they would be our power couple. Like they would be up there with like Jay Z and Beyonce. I just love them together. But it's very unfortunate. But in my mind, in my heart, they're still a couple. So, you know. But, but yeah, if you happen to go to the concert, God bless you, because it was beautiful. It was the best, best night of my life. If Chris Brown would have text, if Chris Brown would have gotten to my DMs, or if he even would have looked at me, I probably would have gave him some. Not probably, I would have gave him some that night. I would gave him some. I even told my friend because I told everybody the story. I was like, "Oh, he threw a shirt in the in the uh, in the um audience." I told my friends that if my friend was standing next to me, I would have fought her for Chris Brown's shirt. Like we would have been fighting up in there. And if I would have got the shirt, I would have just shaved her a piece of it, like cut it down the middle with some shit like that. But I definitely would have fought her like shit. But anyway, <laughs> so let's get into the show. So we have Damn America. Um, would you snitch if your life depends on it? So we know Takashi 69 he's out here snitching on everybody. Uh, he denied witness protection. He said he just wants 24-hour security. But this is the thing. Is he really right for snitching on everybody? Or should he just had take the bait? Now, it depends. Um... My motto is, you know, like you were when you were younger, snitches get snitches. No, snitches get what was it? It was snitches get stitches. Yeah, snitches get stitches. That was the motto back in the day when you was younger. So you like, you know, you knew not to snitch. It was just code of conduct. It was just the code of the streets. Now, 
a lot of rappers are like upset about him. A lot of people are saying like, you know, he's finished when he gets out, but he feels that he's going to be even more famous when he gets out. And I think that's because he knows who his audience is. He knows who his people, like his fans are. So this is my thing. At the end of it all, I never was a fan of Takashi 69. I never really listened. Like, I listened to his music, but I only listened to that single that he had with Nicki Minaj, and it was good. But I never was a person who was like, oh my God, Takashi 69. Honestly, I was trying to like figure out like who is Takashi 69? Like, who is he? Because he just looks so crazy. The colorful hair, the teeth, it's just all off crazy, all off bad. So, at the end of the day, I feel like the things that people do, the things that people say are things that really reflect them. So I think that him snitching and just telling people or telling on certain people or saying this person was a part of this gang or this, that, and the third. I think that was just like a bitch move. I think he should have did something a little bit better than that. But, you know, I don't know. But at the end of it all, um, he, to me, is a person that I feel that when he gets out of jail, he probably is going to have a lot of controversy and he's probably going to be um, a person that's going to just like may glow up just a tad bit. And that's just based off of his fan base. Like his fans are going to support him. His fans are going to be riding for him. And the younger kids, they actually like like him. Like the younger generation, they really fuck with him a lot. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, It's hard to tell right now since he's going through all the process that he's going to through. But if I ever was in a situation where I had to snitch on someone, it would really depend on what my life is right now. If my life is shitty, nothing is going right, and nothing is together, then yeah, I might have to take that beat. But if my life is beautiful, bills paid, everything is just the way it needs to be, then nah, I ain't snitching. I ain't saying shit. My mouth will be closed. I'll just like maybe just have to take the rap, just fuck everything, leave everything, and just do what I need to do. So, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. But I feel like at the end of the day, when he gets out of jail, he honestly may end up dead. I'm not sure, but I feel like they're gonna they're gonna have him for sure. Like somebody. Is going to be with him. And I think that's why he probably denied the witness protection. It was like, nah, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go home. Give me 24 hours security. Like, I want to be home. I'm not that scared of the street. Blah, 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 blah. So, we'll see. And then in our other topic with Damn America. So, we have... What age do you stop breastfeeding? So, I noticed that Ice-T's wife, Coco, she would put up a photo of her still breastfeeding her daughter at four years old. And I thought that was a little weird because I'm just like, you know, I thought once they get past like a certain stage of newborn, they do not breastfeed. But it sounds like that they do it because... It helps with the 
the nutrients in the body. I'm guessing it helps with the people, um, you know, not feeling ill and sick. Because I did come across an article where this British lady was saying, too, that she stopped breastfeeding her daughter, I think, like two months ago. And she said that, you know, ever since she's been doing that, she rarely got ill. Um, and that's and that's thanks to the beneficial properties of the breast milk. And she did get a lot of backlash for it because um, people were saying that, you know, accuse her like child, child abuse and stuff like that. So she did kind of, you know, break it down. Um, she did say that when she came to have her daughter, she did decide on natural term weaning. So it was nice, it was nice for the child to be in control when they want to wean rather than forcing the issue, I guess. So it was up to the child. So she guess she gave the child the decision not to like decide when they wanted breast when they wanted the breast milk, when they didn't want the breast milk, whatever. Um so she naturally self-weaned her off earlier this year and she said it was like a process and it was gradually her choice. So she was feeding her about once a month and if she wasn't feeling great or feeling a bit like run down or was going longer than longer without feeding, then she would feed her. But she hadn't done that in about two months. So she said that she would stop when her daughter became 10, which was in April of next year. But it's things that have come to a natural, like it became more natural earlier this year. So she was like, she would allow her to continue as long as she wants. So, you know, she feels like she said that she has been reducing anyway. Um, She didn't feel sad about it. Um, If she would have stopped suddenly, she thinks she would have missed it. But it's just that nice that it comes to a natural end. So the thing about that, I just found that it's just so weird because I didn't think that a 10-year-old or a 9-year-old should be breastfeeding or even still want milk. Like, I didn't think that would be possible. But apparently, it it was. Like, apparently, the thing about it is they do it because... I guess they don't wean them off at a certain time. They just have them just keep going with after their little babies. And I think that was just crazy because it's just like, why do they still want the milk? So I'm guessing that, you know, my friends were saying too, that it was like a health thing. Like it's um very like helpful for the kids. But my friend was just also too, she was like, no, I stopped at a certain time for sure. Like I don't, do it. It's just not my thing. And I think once I get pregnant too, whenever I have a child, I don't think I want my child to keep sucking and biting on my titties at like four and five years old. Like that's just not going to work. Like at that point, my kids been there, been on, stay drinking juice, water. And the only thing that's going to be sucking on my titties is my man, my husband, not my damn kids. Okay. I don't even know how they think it's still, is there still milk in the titties? That's the question that I, like, it must still be. Like, that's crazy. I'm thinking that the milk only really develops when you're pregnant. But I'm guessing not. It's not real crazy. But, wow. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't be breastfeeding when my kids are four and five. Like, there's there's just not no way. And not even at fucking nine. At nine, 
They got big ass people teeth. Like, fuck no. They can be buying. No, 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 no. So, I definitely won't be able to do that. That definitely is like a hell no for me. But shout out to the mothers that do it. Shout out to the moms that do it. Shout out to the ones that's, you know, all about it. I just can't, can't do it. Won't do it. Won't allow myself to do it. I just can't go through with it at all. Um, so would you snitch if your life depending on it? It depends on what my life is looking like. If my life is shitty, then I will be at Takashi 69. If my life is not, you know, then I wouldn't at all. It's not happening. So, you know. I mean, everyone to each his own. I mean, will he gain respect when he get out of jail? I don't think so. I honestly think that he may be dead. The streets are waiting for his ass, for sure. And I think he knows the streets is waiting for his ass. He knows that the streets are going to tear his ass up. So we shall see. And about the breastfeeding. Now, I feel like when your kid is like 9 or 10, they don't need to be sucking on your nipples at all. Nothing needs to be happening. Like the only thing that should be sucking on your nipples is your husband or your boyfriend, not the children. The children don't need to be sucking no need like there's no reason for it at all at all so you know to heat your own so let's get into our rising star so for our rising star we have ramona smith she's 31 years old so she is from houston she won the toastmasters world championship of public speaking and she broke down the technique she used in her winning speech um she broke it down to let everybody know like how does she do all of this how does she win this that and the third so this is the largest championship she and she went against nine other finalists they delivered speeches to a crowd in chicago of two thousand people um she was just the second african-american woman and the fifth woman overall to win the public speaking championship since beginning in 1938. Um, her speech title still standing. It explored how she found strength in the face of adversity throughout her life. And um, she chose a creative way to get through to the audience. So the first step towards a good speech, she said, is finding a right way to convey information to your audience. So she used a metaphor that many people are familiar with, a boxing match. And she described various points in her life when she was knocked down but refused to give up and including her drop out of college her divorce and her early uh, failures on her public speaking circuit so shout out to ramona smith i think that is beautiful that's a lot of black excellence a lot of uh black melanin in the system so shout out to her she's really cute too love it she's cute um so let's get into the shits so it's time to get into the shits um the twerk something segment I did a lot of that at the Chris Brown concerts, and I did a lot of that on Friday, but not um, the rest of the weekend. I was just being a lazy. It was just, you know, I can only do what so much. Like, bitches get old. But, um, so, I've noticed that Tristan Thompson has been doing a lot of commenting under Khloe Kardashian photos. And I don't know what Tristan is up to. I don't know if he wants Khloe back or he's just doing this to, you know, promote to give the Kardashians another season so Khloe can have a storyline. I don't know. But what I do know is this. Khloe Kardashian, 
Okay, I feel that Tristan just needs to let Chloe be, let her do her thing, and just let her be this single mother right now. Because at the end of the day, she was going to be the Kardashian older sister that still didn't have a baby. She has the baby now, so I don't think she really needs to end it with the fairy tale with being back with Tristan. Because, one... The family's going to, the sisters are going to look at her like, what the fuck? You're going to be back with Tristan after all of this? And then Kylie and all of them, friendships broke up. It's a lot of shit that happened that went down. So I don't think that he needs to really honestly work his way back in. I think he needs to gradually, slowly just let it be and... Don't even really like entertain. Like, I don't know if he's doing it for trolling, if he's just trolling, or is he just, you know, doing shit just because. But I do feel like he he's just giving the Kardashians a definite reason to have another season in a storyline for sure. And other Kardashians. So, Malika announces her pregnancy. At first, people thought it was just an ad, campaign ad for Claire Blue. But I didn't know. Um, I had to look at the comments. And when I looked at the comments, I was like, okay, she is, she is pregnant. Everybody, congratulations. And then I'm just like, you know, who's the daddy like who's the father because i know that her and ot Genesis was dating and then she was dating rob from new jersey from jersey shore for a little bit so i'm like who the fuck is this father and then i'm thinking well i don't know what i was thinking ot Genesis hasn't put anything on his page he's going about his regular business they broke up back in june so this is what I'm thinking that happened. I'm thinking that they probably got back together. They had some good makeup sex and boom, she's pregnant. And I don't think we'll ever find who the baby father is. I think this is something that she's definitely going to keep on the low for show. Um, I think that when the time comes, we'll probably know who the baby father is. But for right now, she ain't got a baby father. She just pregnant. That's just what it is. She pregnant, no baby father. We'll probably find out by the time she gets four months and is showing. That's when we'll know who the baby father is. But for, for right now, ain't a baby father. Okay? Ain't a baby father, ain't no boyfriend, ain't no nothing. She just got knocked up by her ex-boyfriend makeup sex. You know, bitches do it all the time. And at this point, she was ovulated and she ended up getting pregnant. You know, the makeup sex is always better than the, reg the original sex. Like, the makeup sex is what makes everything perfect going forward, okay? Um, so, everyone knows that my hate that I have for Diddy is, like, how I feel about T.I. I can't fucking stand him. Um, but... Cassie got married and also she is pregnant 
And, you know, Diddy was doing a lot of trolling. He put this to rock commercial up, whatever. And it happened to show Cassie in the commercial. So I don't know what that was all about. But it's like, Diddy, you're almost 50. You'll be 50 in November. You're dating 21-year-old Lori Harvey. This girl has been with you for 11 years, Cassie. Do you honestly think that she wasn't going to find happiness. This is the thing. I'm glad she found happiness, whether it was the person that you introduced her to or not, the trainer, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, you led that girl on for 11 years. 11 years. Then on top of that 11 years, you cheated on her. You did all types of shit to her. And the fact that she found happiness, she found that person to love her, and it only took them a couple of months... That speaks high volume. Now, was Cassie probably messing with the trainer while she was messing with Diddy? Probably, but who cares? Diddy was already cheating on her in any fucking way. And I'm sure he was cheating on her with Lori Harvey because that's how Lori Harvey is so comfortable. And, you know, is around and doing all this other shit. And then, you know, when I look at Diddy, it's like a whole controlling thing. She's 21 years old. You're 50. What possibly could y'all have in common? Like, what could you have in common? Like, I don't even know what 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 there would be to have in common. So, I'm here for Cassie. I'm here for this baby that's going to come out looking good. I'm here for this new husband that she got looking good. Everybody's going to be looking damn good. So, I'm here for all of it. Okay? All of it. So, I just want to make sure that Diddy... Are you okay? Just make sure you know you're not feeling depressed or anything like that. That you're still going and, you know, doing what you need to do. I hope. But at the end of the day, I'm very happy. You know, because it's a code of conduct that you got to keep, you know. And you just didn't keep that code of conduct. You wasn't you wasn't doing it right. You let This girl was with you for 11 years. 11 years. It's like, you know... It's the year of the women. Bitches are not going to be settling anymore. 11 years, that's a long ass time to be with somebody and they're not taking their relationship to no points where it's succeeding or doing anything. Like, what's the point of her being around? There was no point whatsoever. That was just beyond. So, at the end of the day, you know, Diddy is Diddy. Uh, he's a very smart businessman. He's making hella cash and he's doing what he, you know, needs to do. But this whole Lori Harvey thing and, you know, him so-called some days mourning the loss of his daughter's children. I just can't do him. I can't do him. Um, but he's a very, you know, talented, very smart businessman, but I just can't do it. Um, so... I meant to bring this up when I was talking about the Kardashians. So the episode last Sunday of the Kardashians, Corey, uh, um, Chris Jenner's boyfriend, gets into it with Scott over Courtney and them fucking kids. So basically, it was telling a story about how they got to get a new nanny because Penelope scratched the nanny up. She does all this types of stuff and she can't really take stuff away from her because that stuff doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. So then I seen a video. I'm like, oh, okay. This is Courtney at, I believe, 
their house and Chloe was over there and the kids are down there. And I think Courtney asked Mason to like set the table and he was like, oh, why we need to do that or something. Just talking about then rain comes downstairs and then Penelope comes downstairs. They all getting Courtney in her face. They just getting smart. Courtney is talking. So then Chloe's just sitting there on the phone like these bad motherfuckers. So rain is just off the chain. So Chloe is like, is that how you talk to your mother? Okay, this is the thing. Hate to say this, but we know that Courtney has the white children and Chloe has the black child, okay? But the black father, because she even looking like, what the fuck's going on here? Courtney, your kids are bad as fuck, okay? And like Corey said, if your daughter scratch me up, I will whoop her ass. Plain and simple. Whoop her ass and give her ass a spanking, okay? Your daughter shouldn't be scratching up people. I don't want to hear that shit talking about they blacked out and all that. How the fuck is the, what is she, eight, nine? How the fuck is a 19-year-old blacking out? There's no way. So, at the end of the day, Courtney goes on Twitter. She tries to defend her logic. And her logic just does, doesn't make any sense. Like, when you look at this video and you look at these kids, they're bad as shit. Then, you know, black parents, if you talk back to your parent after your mother tell you to go make the table, oh, you, you're not going to do what? You're not going to make the table? Oh, no, you can get your ass up and make the table right now. Like, I don't care if it was putting just the paper plates on the table. You had to get your ass up and make the paper, make the table. Okay, set the table. So, you can just tell who got the black baby fathers and who got the white kids because the white kids is getting totally, everything is just totally different. Okay, and nothing really matches and adds up. It's just all over the place. And guess what? Corey ain't thought, okay? He ain't thought. Chris Jenner ain't thought. She ain't get rid of her man, all right? Because Chris couldn't even understand, too. Chris was like, what I mean? She scratched him. Yeah, she scratched her, all right? And on top of that, what if your nanny wanted to sue for your daughter scratching up on her? Like, that's crazy. Ridiculous. Talking about, oh, well, if I take anything from her, she don't care. Yeah, she don't care because she knows no consequences behind it. no repercussions. And she knows that she do it again, she can get away with it. And you don't want to do nothing. Won't give a fuck. So that's why the fuck she don't care. Like, and you know, <laughs> I like Courtney. She's cool. But it's just like, girl, girl, give me a break. Like, what the fuck? So... You know, I I saw that scene and I was just like taken back. I was like, okay, Courtney, these kids, they're bad as shit, okay? Bad as fuck. And they need their ass whooped. They need their ass whooped, okay? They need to go outside, pick their ass a switch like back in the day. They need, they need their ass beat, okay? They need their ass whipped, all right? So... Everyone knows that in November, all the fall shows come on. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Jersey's coming back. The trailers have come out. The Real Housewives of Atlanta looks good. Um, Kenya is back. She's giving a spice. Her and Eva have it out. Then I think Kenya and Tanya have it out. Then I think Nene and Cynthia are still going through their spat. So it's a good trip. The girls will go to Greece. They are still on the cash trip. Some of them came back. Some of them didn't. I know Portia bought her daughter. Kenya bought her daughter. So it's looking pretty good. Um, the thing about it is also, too, that 
this season, I think the girls are really like somewhat getting along, not getting along, halfway getting along, but it's going to be spicy. And I think that, you know, Kenya, she, of course, is getting this divorce from this husband. And he also is going to be on the show. But the thing about it is, I think she probably just did this for the show to get her peach back. Um, Even though they've only been married for like two years, I feel like, you know, she's always wanted a husband. She always wanted a baby. And she had her fairy tale for the two years. And he apparently... And then, like, the stardom that she was getting. And just, like, you know, you knew about her since she been on the show. You knew that she was a celebrity. I mean, she's Miss US, Miss America, Miss USA, one of them. So, it was like, okay, how did you not know anything about this? How did you not know that you were going to get, you know, fame from all of this? So, at the end of it all, it's going to be a good season. Um, Marlo and Tanya, Tanya, they did get offered peaches, but they declined because they don't want everything shown about their lives. They just want to keep everything neutral and everything on a level where they just want to be friends of the show. And I can respect that because I know Marlo is probably dating a rich white man. Okay, and she didn't want her rich white man disclosed. And that's fine. I don't have no problem with that. And I honestly can't, I honestly don't want to see Marlo as a full cast member. I think her being in front of the show is just perfectly fine to me. So, those trailer is coming. And then also, the Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer is pretty good. Um, there was a scene on there where, um, Teresa and Joe are fucking beefing because Joe is getting deported and he makes a comment and says that, you know, he didn't want to be married or get married anyway. So that's like a big topic of discussion. So these uh, housewives, this the fall season is going to be very, very good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait, honestly, to cast photo every bitch looked amazing they looked stunning they looked like they were just everything just everything they look good they look real good uh so speaking of looking good we have the nfl halftime show with j-lo and shakira now a lot of people are like you know thanks jay-z because this is what he was behind he was behind being an nfl you know taking care of nfl um the thing about it is I thought that we were going to probably get somebody that was, you know, like black, like a rapper or art somebody. But J-Lo was good. J-Lo puts on a good show. Shakira, I haven't seen her perform in a long time. So this should be very interesting. Um, Now, with J-Lo, if she keeps it with just all her older songs, then this will end up being a good, good halftime show. Shakira... Only thing I know from her is that Beyonce song, that Wyclef song. I don't really know too many songs by her, but I know like the performance part is going to be good. But we can't say that Jay-Z had anything behind this, even though that is what he uh, signed with the NFL for. So we shall see. 
Um, but it's going to be a very interesting show. I didn't think that it would come this soon that they would get people, but I guess, you know, they're already, um, planning. Um, also, so I did, so I came across this post with Megan McCain. She's on The View and normally her and that lady with the red hair with the glasses I forget her name they always get into it they always like fight on air everything so Megan she ended up walking off the set of the view because one of the girls one of the ladies on the view I guess didn't agree with her about a certain topic or she didn't like the way they spoke to her or something like that I feel like Megan is sometimes good for the show then but then I feel that sometimes she doesn't need to be on the show um I feel like her opinions are good everything that she you know stands for sometimes is great but I feel like she if people don't agree with her she's on this thing like oh well forget it you know she just has this like attitude about her so I can see her storming off and it was really a big ass deal because she stormed off and she just did the most per usual. But I honestly can see if she quits the show, I can see her leaving. Like I can, I can not. Okay. If she quits the show, I can see the show still going on without her. I can see the show still flourishing without her I don't think that she brings that much to the show like she brings things but it's not like she's going to be missed she's just going to be around like she's just going to be there um but (laughs) I just thought that was like quite funny I'm like damn the show is still airing there's still this is live and she done stormed off the set and I don't even think Whoopi was there because normally when Whoopi is there Whoopi has it underneath control she gets them back focused gets them back on the topics gets them together but it didn't flow that way like it was just like one minute she was there then she got up and she was gone so I was like okay okay so I think that this will probably, I'll be surprised if I see her still on The View. But at the end of the day, I think that she she definitely at that time felt some type of way. Because you can just see it on her face. Like Megan, normally when she's going back and forth with that other lady, they be like battling. You can tell they don't like each other. She was looking, like, looking at her like bitch like she was looking at her like she was pissed pissed the fuck off but we'll see if she ever comes back now i did read that taraji p henson she's getting married and she doesn't want a bridal party and i kind of agree with her with that only because when you have a bridal party even though they're there to help you like bridesmaids and things like that i think nowadays people are not doing the big over-the-top weddings i think they're keeping it very simple cute traditional just family small group of friends and i think with the bridesmaids you have people that you know you have to kind of narrow it down like okay I want this person to be in my wedding I want that person to be in my wedding but then I also want this person there but this person don't get along with that person it just be a whole bunch of shit going on and at the end of the day I feel like just keeping it small cute hell even going to the justice of the peace is cute too like I think with the bridal party it's just a lot 
Like, it's just a lot. Like, even though they have to fit for their own, like, things and fit for their own belongings or whatever like that, it's just too, too much. Like, it's just way too much. But at the end of it all, I feel that people who do, like, people who have smaller weddings um I feel that I don't know like I feel it's a with the smaller weddings I feel like the marriages stay for a long period of time I feel like it's meant to be I feel like you know it keeps it intimate it keeps it you know sexy it's not like all these people witnessing everything like it just keeps it fun but the bigger weddings, sometimes I feel like with the bigger weddings, that's when shit happens and the shit don't go right and it just be all over the place. But I don't know. That's just my theory. Like, I may be wrong about it. I may be looking at it the wrong way, but that's just really my theory. Like, I really think that way. Like, I really think that the bigger the party, I don't know how long the marriage will last. Like, I feel like it will last, but it won't last, last. But, you know, it'll be there. But, you know, we shall see. Uh, So, Jim Jones, his multi-dollar home got lost in foreclosure and sold for $100. So... That just lets us know that he needs money. So that is why he's on the Real Housewives of New York. And that's fine. But also, I feel that too, it's still going to bring spice to the show. So with Jim Jones and Chrissy, okay. They already said that Yandy and Christy is arguing about what happened last year. They're arguing about why this is happening, why that happened. Like, they're just keeping everything about last year. And I think that now, since Takashi 6 9 and snitched on Jim Jones, and now Jim Jones ain't got no house, I feel like this shit is about to kind of maybe hit the fan just a little bit, but it's going to be real small, disclosed information. But my thing is how you ain't paying your mortgage, how you ain't paying that bill. That's the biggest bill. Like, how is that not getting paid for? Like, how do you lose your multi-million dollar home for a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, like a hundred dollars. It's crazy as shit. But It's Jim Jones and Christy. I'm sure they'll find a way. But that's the reason I feel that they signed back to Love and Hip Hop. It's because they need money. They broke. They need to find some solutions, okay? And shit ain't looking right. So, okay. Um, also, the Empire ratings was down this season uh, for the episode that just aired. Um... People were saying that it could be Jesse Smollett's fault, but I'm not 100% sure about that. All I know is that the ratings weren't that good. 
I mean, I think it's because people weren't really caring about Empire like that. People don't even really watch the season anymore. I think because it gets redundant, it's the same old thing on Empire. And, you know, since it's the last season, it may be good. Um, also, Jesse Smollett, I think, is to blame for some of this. I mean, he did this whole big thing. He lied. He was, like, all over the place. It was a lot of stuff going down with him with that. So, at the end of it all, I feel like people or maybe his fans wanted to see him one last time on the show. I, I don't know. Um, or or is he the reason why people didn't watch? Maybe, but at the end of it all, I think that people are just getting tired of Empire. I think they kind of wanted it to go last season, but the they didn't have a way to like finish it out. So this last season, maybe the next episode was spice up, and then I think it's too because the day that they have it on, they have it on a Tuesday, and I feel like a Tuesday it shouldn't be the day that it should come on. It should go back to being on Wednesdays, like it's normal, like it normally is. But for some reason, they have it playing on Tuesdays, which I think is dumb because a lot of people are watching other shit on Tuesdays. They're not watching. They're not gonna watch that at all. Uh, don't think that like who who is remembering to watch that on Tuesday everyone knows the empire comes on on Wednesdays like that's the set time that's the set everything like nobody's gonna remember to watch that on a fucking Tuesday night but hey all right so <laughs> what you want to do is something I'm just trying to figure out who Malika baby father is if I I just try to figure it out if it's OT Genesis congratulations but who is the baby father girl who was you messing with i hope it ain't tristan because he got a tendency to mess with friends so we just pray that it ain't him pray lord so let's get into what you won't do so what you won't do is send me a good morning text every damn morning every morning at the same time i get the good morning Good morning. Good morning. How many fucking good mornings is there? Like, do y'all guys, do y'all think that y'all get brownies points because you send a good morning text? Like, I don't understand that. Like, what's the point of the good morning text? Like, why is that even there? Like, what what does it do for you? Like, what does it do for you? Does it does it show manners or something? I, I don't know. Like, why? Why is it there? But I it, it irks my soul. It gets on my nerves so bad. Like, I'm just like, why? Why is everybody saying good morning? Like, why? But I guess it helped. I don't know. It just really irks my nerves. Like, every time niggas is texting good morning at the same time, the same time. It's annoying as fuck. And then what you want to do is let Facebook know all your life stories and journey. Like, we don't need to know every single thing you did that day as a Facebook status. Like, we don't need to know you're going through a divorce. We don't need to know that the baby was born. We don't need to know that the baby had this. We don't need to know that you went to the club. We don't need to know that you went missing for 24 hours and couldn't nobody find you. We don't need to know that you popped back up missing from missing, but you wasn't really missing because you were somewhere fucking. Like, we don't need all of these stories on Facebook. 
Facebook is just for you to reunite with people that you know, people from college, people from high school. Everything about your life is on Facebook as a status. Like, nobody cares. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants to read it. Some things should just be left off Facebook. Some things should just be left off social media. Some things should just be left alone. And we don't need all of it. So what you won't do is send me good morning texts every morning. Like, just send one once a week, maybe. Not even once a week. Maybe once a month. Two months. I don't know. Don't send it every fucking morning, okay? And then what you want to do is let Facebook know all your stories and your journey and what you did last night, what you ate, how you had to wash clothes, how you went here, how you went there, like... We don't want it. We don't need it. Then ask for it. So, so guys, this is episode 93, Code of Conduct. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week. Okay. I know I had a good work weekend. Um, you guys can catch us on all the social media outlets. Um, iTunes, iHeart, uh, Spotify, Google Play. Also follow us on Instagram, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And then also my personal Instagram is Shanghai87. Um, so yet again, everyone have a wonderful work week. And I will be back next week to talk more shit. And goodbye.